sometimes I have this made up alternative history version of myself that I judge my real flesh and blood version of myself against. I know it sounds ridiculous, but what I mean by that is that often I feel like I should be further ahead or that I should be enjoying the success that I see other people enjoy. I measure myself against a standard that is largely made up, something that I've just decided should be true and that I should be further along than I am. And that often becomes a drag. So that's what I'm talking about today, largely about talking about trusting the process and knowing that you're right where you should be. So I'm Chris Waldheims, and this is the Hyper Memoir Podcast, where we talk about finding and developing your creative voice. So that's what I'm talking about today. And I'm talking about trusting the process. I'm talking about knowing that you're right where you should be, that whatever your process is, whatever your path towards becoming a creative person is, you're probably where you should be. Now, I don't want anybody to get it twisted. I'm not talking about not pushing ahead or not pushing yourself or not trying to move forward because all of those things are necessary. But what I am saying is it's time to release the version of ourselves that we measure ourselves against. So if we feel like at our age or wherever we are, we should be somewhere different. If we feel like we should have done a different thing by now or achieved more success or been more creative until this point, that alternative history version of yourself, that version of yourself that doesn't actually exist except in your own mind, is a drag. It'll pull you down. And I'll explain. I'm a little bit of an authority on this. I've done this my whole life. I've always measured myself against a version of myself that benefiting from my perfect hindsight, benefiting from what I know now, I look back and I judge my past. I look back at the 35-year-old version of myself or the 25-year-old version of myself and get down on myself for not having taken advantage of certain opportunities or following through on certain things that I feel like I should have followed through on. And I beat myself up over it. Now, I'm not saying don't learn from mistakes because what I'm actually saying is the opposite, that we should learn from mistakes, that we should learn from the struggles that we have and that we've had, but we also need to build. We also need to use those struggles, use those lessons as tools for growing now. So you can always expect better of yourself and you can always strive for more, but that's very different than beating yourself up for not having achieved it because you can't go back into the past. All you have is the present moment and all you have is the future that you have yet to create. So Yes, we might have made mistakes, and I've made plenty of them. As I say, I'm an expert on making mistakes. I've spent 46 years doing that. And what I'm also getting better at is learning how to learn from those mistakes. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm sharing with you today. Because I know a lot of other people who struggle with getting down on themselves, getting beating themselves up for not being where they think they should be. And you're right where you should be. And I'm going to continue to say that. Even if you're not somewhere where you think you should be, or if you're not living the life you think you shouldn't, or that you should live, it's fine. We all have our own stories. We all have our own challenges. And it's comparing yourself against an alternate universe version of yourself that got everything right is also sort of a version of comparison. I've talked a lot about comparison. I had an episode, I think it was episode six where I did talk about comparison and how that's also a drag. So comparing yourself against other people 
is another drag. It's another form of beating yourself up that you see someone else doing something that you wish you had done and you get down on yourself and it's really low energy and it really pulls you down. And so I advise you not to do it. Similarly, I advise you not to compare yourself against the alternate universe version of yourself. And I felt this somewhat acutely as someone who's grown up with disadvantages from living in foster care or being separated from my family. I've talked about that in other episodes. So there's things where my life, my childhood isn't the way that I probably would have chosen it to be. And there are things that in one way can be construed as disadvantages if I chose to look at it that way. But on the other hand, I've had to learn how to be sensitive to that. And as I've been sensitive to my own path and the challenges I've had to overcome to even get close to doing things I want to do, it helps me to become more sensitive to other people and what they might be going through to get there. So we all have different stories. So there's always those people out there who seem like they have it all figured out from the get-go. And again, coming back to comparing yourself against other people, there's no point in doing that. There's people who have advantages and they're lucky. They have supportive families, they have money, they have connections, whatever, uh, that we might not have. And that's okay. That's okay. And I think what we can have for those of us who do feel like we have disadvantages or wish that life had somehow been different, what we do have is the ability to learn. So I feel and I've learned that every single challenge along the way does have a lesson that does have something that we can share with other people that makes our experience more valuable and makes our creative voice more vital. And I've learned that for myself. I think that if um, I had been a person with no, no disadvantages and had done all the creative things I wanted in my late teens and early 20s and been wildly successful from then, sure, I'd be creating stuff that people enjoy, I hope. But I also think that I wouldn't be able to help people in the way that I'm helping now which is to help people understand their creative voice and understand how they can be creative, even if they haven't been to this point, even if they've spent their life doing something else. So we don't want to look at ourselves against this counterfactual of the perfect person who, frankly, didn't have any kind of human experience, that everything went perfectly. That's never going to happen. As humans, things are not going perfectly. We know that. There's everything from health problems to family problems to money problems, etc., but we can learn from that. All of that becomes fuel for the fire. All of that becomes fodder. All of that becomes something that we can use to build something better and create. I actually do believe that difficult experiences, while they're not necessary, can often become amazing creative fuel because the emotion and, and the thoughts and the experience that we gain from them can be turned into something valuable that becomes part of our art and part of our creativity. So I really do believe that. And I also believe that if you look badly on your past, if you look at your past and you get down on yourself, it becomes a weight. And I believe that it is hard to create new stuff if so much energy goes to agonizing over and analyzing your mistakes and beating yourself up. You're always going to be in this position where you're going to feel like you're not good enough to create now. And now is the only time that matters. You can't create 20 years ago. You can't create two years ago. You can't create an hour ago. All you can do is create right now. So if right now your thoughts and your energy and your emotions go to how much you fucked it up in the past, well, you're not going to be able to create the way that you want to. 
So I've been there. I've been there. And your source is a, your past is a source of inspiration and lessons. I was reading this book recently that my partner recommended to me, my business partner recommended to me. It's called 10X is Easier Than 2X. It's a great book uh, about taking bold action and creating something new. I'd actually recommend that you read it. But the point isn't the book. The point is one of the things in this book that kind of resonated with me, especially as I was thinking about talking about this topic of trusting the process and learning from your past and being where you should be, uh, they had some lessons in that book about it. And so one of the quotes that I pulled that I liked that is this, and I'll just read it to you and then explain it a little bit. In the book, 10X is Easier Than 2X, they say, having a problematic past doesn't support creating a bigger future. On the contrary, having negative energy, emotions, and created meaning about your past only perpetuates the fact that your future won't be any different. And that last line is the line that really sinks it home to me. You're locking it in. If you're looking at your past as a problem, if you're looking at your disadvantages and your challenges as a problem, if you're looking at it through a victim mentality where these things happened to me and I fucked it up or I made these mistakes or whatever, and it's a drag, you're going to continue on that path. You're not going to change anything. And I've learned that for myself. I've been in that mindset myself. Things don't change if you bring that negative energy, if you judge yourself harshly like that. So we all have our own path. Things happen in their own time. I'm 46 years old. I'm only now in the last few years really being able to lean into and take ownership of my creativity. I've always been a creative person, but everything that I'm talking about here on this podcast comes from lessons that I've learned in my life. It comes from mistakes that I've made. None of it comes from me figuring it all out on day one and just going. I'm 46 years old. I'll say that again. It's never too late. And I'm going to talk about that more in the future. I have an episode about it. But you're right where you should be. I'm right where I should be. And the more that I say that, the more I bring my creative power into the present moment. And the more I can do things like this or build my business or be in my family and support people around me, the more creative energy I have, the better I can do at that. If I'm constantly bemoaning the fact that I messed up in the past, I'm not there. I'm not actually creating what I can create. And I mentioned my business partner. So him and I have been talking a great deal about our next phase in growth. And one of the traps that we've paid attention to avoid is if we start feeling dissatisfied, if we think our business should have grown more than it has, or we should be in a different place financially, or in terms of how big our team is, or whatever, or we compare ourselves against, again, this theoretical version of us that had no challenges, it becomes a drag. And we have to remind ourselves that we've done a lot, that we've built a really great business that helps a lot of people that people love. And that's what we pay attention to. We celebrate our wins. I've talked about that too, celebrating wins. And you all have wins, even if it's overcoming the experiences and challenges that you've overcome to get where you are. Those are wins. Even if you haven't created anything yet, those are wins. So if we get down on ourselves, because we're not further along, we're creating this huge drag. And so I don't recommend that you do it because it's also about enjoying the process and letting it unfold as it happens. So 
things happen. I've learned this as I've gotten older. When I was younger, I wanted to push everything. I wanted to make everything work on my time frame. I wanted everything to work at the pace that I wanted it to work. And that didn't seem to be effective. What I've found is effective now that I'm a little bit older and have a little bit of perspective is letting things unfold as they unfold. And obviously we want to push, we want to strive, we want to grow, we want to make things happen. But there's also an issue of timing. There's also an issue of understanding that it takes a certain amount of time for things to grow. My wife sent me a meme off of an Instagram account the other day talking about how the gestation period for a dog is like six months and the gestation period for an elephant is two years, I believe it was, and how the dog, if you compare the dog and the elephant, the dog's already had babies and maybe having multiple rounds of babies in the time it takes to make one elephant. But then, of course, when the elephant is done gestating, the elephant has an elephant baby. And I'm not saying an elephant is bigger. Sorry, it is bigger. I'm not saying an elephant is better than a dog. I'm just saying it's bigger. It's a bigger thing that's been realized. And there was a time period. It's also like if you think about growing trees, you can't rush an oak tree being created. It takes a certain amount of time. You can't rush an olive tree being creative. It takes a certain amount of time. Uh, and if you try to rush it, you're going to kill it. So that's also what I'm saying is there's a process to this. There's a timeline to this. And comparing yourself is just a way of rushing. It. It's just a way of not honoring the process and not enjoying the process, which if you're creating something new, it's also about the learning experience, the process and being part, being part of your creation, being growing from your creation. So even if you haven't got to where you want to be yet. Even if you're just starting or it's just new or people haven't caught on yet, you can do it for yourself. You can know that every time you step up and you create, you're creating yourself, you're adding to yourself, you're growing to yourself. And maybe one day you grow into an oak tree and everybody sees and loves it. And maybe one day you grow into an oak tree and nobody notices, but you know it and you feel it and you know that you've taken your experiences and converted them into something. So it's about transmuting as well. I've talked about transmuting um, pain and darkness into something positive. So it's about taking the experiences, the things that you might have seen as um, problems that held you back or challenges that held you back or places where you feel like you haven't been good enough and acknowledging that those are actually gold. Those are building materials. A lot of what I'm talking about on here, a lot of the things I've learned and I'm sharing with you on this podcast come from mistakes that I've made. And if I didn't make those mistakes, I wouldn't be able to talk about this stuff. I wouldn't be able to share. I wouldn't be able to affect people, as I said earlier. So my point is, trust the process. You're probably right where you need to be. And that's what I wanted to share with you today. So I'm Chris Valtimes, and this is the Hyper Memoir Podcast. If you enjoyed this, you'll probably enjoy the mailing list. So you can find that in the show description and sign up. It's easy. I send out a mailing list, um, an email to the mailing list. Every time I put up an episode, which is every Saturday. So you'll get a newsletter every Saturday. So as you're chilling, you can read the newsletter, listen to the podcast, and hopefully take a step forward on your creative journey. That's what I'm trying to do for you. And I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time.